0: All right, man, so uh, so, how has quarantine been for you uh, and the family?
1: Man, you know, I think it's been uh, quite a change for everybody. You know, for me as a as a father, it was tough. You know, my kid couldn't go to school, and I'm no school teacher. You know, so uh, it's definitely been challenging, man. Um, as far as uh, being a father, but as far as training, you know, I, I was lucky to to have a, a few select guys that we kept uh, training, getting training in. Um, so I've been able to stay on top of my training, you know, um, in and out of the gym. And uh, as far as work wise, man, it's, it's really taking a toll on our gym. You know, uh, people are uh, it's a tough time right now for our gym. And, and hopefully things are going to bounce back and our kids program and everything's going to bounce back. But, man, it, it's really challenging for uh, like most of us.
0: Were you doing a lot of cardio? What sorts of training, like, modifications were you doing throughout the uh, throughout the entire thing? I know here in Canada, uh, Halifax specifically, where I'm at, uh, the gyms were closed the entire time, so um, I do a little jujitsu. jitsu um, By no means am I an MMA fighter, so, it, yeah. you know, taking some time off doesn't bother me as much, but, um, yeah, so what sorts of uh, things did they have in place there, and uh, how did you uh, modify your training around it?
1: Yeah, so, so we're... It's been different. We've, we've been doing some station training where everybody's kind of uh, got six feet or, or more in between each other uh, doing training, doing individual drills. I like to do a lot of things outside anyway, so it gave me the opportunity to do some more training outside. And and again, I, I had a few select guys that, man, we, we kept our training intact, you know, and uh, we, we were kind of doing everything, to be honest.
0: So I want to talk a little bit about, uh, I guess, kind of how you got into this sport. Um, I hear a lot of, like, here in Canada, it's not as big. Um, you know, you hear most people who have done wrestling kind of make that transition. In Canada, we don't really offer it in many high schools and stuff like that. And, and, and you don't necessarily have a wrestling uh, background. So how did you get into MMA? Um, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, you have a boxing background too, don't you? Right, right.
1: Um, so growing up, I was always in sports. I played baseball, football. Uh, different things i actually went to college to play uh d2 football and some things happened got a little trouble and i w- lost lost the scholarship wasn't able to play uh for over that that next year you know i i spent a lot of time in trouble i wasn't putting my time in the right things and uh ended up um having uh getting a getting a, a uh, lady pregnant and had a kid on the way so i was like man i've got really got to get my stuff together you know this, this is enough fooling around i have to i have to make something happen and i remember growing up you know i've always been pretty athletic and i've gotten a few fights that man i did pretty well and i was like man i ought to give this a try uh i did a few uh amateur boxing matches did some amateur boxing and, and found the uh, west mma where i train and coach at now and those guys really took me under their wing, and man, about six months of training, I started training and took my first fight, and I won in ten seconds with a knockout, and I was like, "Man, this is this is this is it, man! I love this, you know." And I kind of got bit by the bug of MMA, and uh, everything kind of took off from there, man. It's uh,
0: it's funny when you hear guys from uh, smaller towns. I mean, Bryce Mitchell, they from there as well. Very, very passionate. He's like, "I'm not going anywhere." But you yeah, do hear about people who come up from these smaller camps eventually making a transition to a bigger one. Yeah, um, yeah. Is that something that you've considered or are you loyal to to where you're from, given that's everything that they've done for you?
1: That's a great question, man. Uh, I've had the opportunity, several opportunities to go to different camps. Uh, I've, I've been asked to come to different camps. Uh, for me, it, it's, a, it's a couple things. One, I am very loyal to, to my coaches, uh, Matt, Roley uh they, they they I didn't have a father growing up so they've been more to, more than coaches to me you know they've been like a father figure and they've done a lot of things that that helped me not only as a fighter but as a man yeah. and uh it is a bit of a, a loyalty but also it's uh, my son you know I I raised my son by myself so I have a great job here and a great foundation my kid goes to a great school district here and it's just, he's he set up in a great place and, and I think it's good for kids to have uh, uh, a bit of foundation and a bit of routine and, and, you know, I'm just, I'm in a great place for not only myself but for my son and, and I believe we have what it takes at our gym. You know, I've got Bryce and several other great training partners here and, I, I'm able to cross-train and do things like that. So, yeah, I'm going to stay loyal, to, loyal man, and I'm going to rack up some wins in the UFC from this little old small town in Arkansas.
0: So I want to talk about your last win. Obviously, you had your debut in the UFC. It didn't go your way, but flashback to the Contender Series. Um, I thought at the time, I was like, okay, they're going to give them some some young prospect. It almost felt like, maybe, maybe, maybe it's just me, but it almost felt like, he was the one that was supposed to make it. You know, he had a nice record, six right. and one. He was gonna right. come in there, he was gonna make a name for himself. You kind of derailed that hype and you did it via submission. And like you said, I mean you have a boxing background. So so kind of walk us through that submission and, and how did it feel to get that win um in front of Dana White?
1: Yeah, you know, that that was a that was a great fight. It really showed the the type of fighter and man I am, you know, it, uh, I dealt with some controversy. You seen the first round, I was dropped in the first round. Uh, I got a point deducted, you know, and it just goes to show, you know, how many levels I have, you know, uh, I am predominantly a striker. I, I like to strike. I like to let my hands go, but I can also take it to the mat and get finishes there. And, you know, I, To be honest, I took him lightly. He only had seven, I think, seven pro fights. Me with almost 20 at the time, I I took him lightly. And then when he came out there and caught me, man, I really had to wake up. And I'm lucky to have my coaches in the corner that helped me adjust my game plan, take it to the ground, and ultimately get the finish. So, you know, I think it just shows a lot on my part of the, the heart that I have. Not only the talent I have, but the heart that I have to come back no matter what.
0: What was it like, uh, you know, seeing Dana White and be able to put on a performance like that in front of him?
1: Man, it was great. You know, uh, I-, I remember there being a lot of pressure. You know, I mean, I remember there being a lot of pressure. You know, man, I was like, man, this is my chance. You know, and he—he's the the boss is sitting right outside the cage. You know, there's a lot of pressure. But I remember right before I went out, they were showing. Uh, you know, they show on the- before the fight starts. They they show the little background on contender series of who the fighter is and. Shows a little bit about them, and I remember they were showing me, and and it was a picture with me and my son, and talking about my son. And I was like, man, you know, I, I've got to man up and get this done. You know, I got to shake these nerves and and get the job done. And that, that's exactly what I did. And and uh, you know, that's what this game's about. You know, you're going to be nervous. It's going to be in tight spots, but you got to remember why you started and and get the job done.
0: The Contender Series is back this summer. What advice would you give as someone who's who's kind of lived through it, who has gotten a W, who has went through that pressure? What advice would you give to, uh, to someone who's going in there uh, this summer?
1: Uh, man, just to, to, to remember why you started, man. You know, use that hunger to, to, to remember why you started. And, and, yes, this is a chance of a lifetime. There is pressure. This is very high stakes. But remember what got you there. Open up. Have some fun. Do what you do and, and, and show them who you are. You know, don't, don't get so caught up in the pressure that, that you don't open up and, and be the fighter that got you there in the first place.
0: Yeah, I like that. I think that's uh, I think that's great. I think I mean I've spoken to a couple of guys on the Contender series, and and a lot of them seem to be like, okay, I'm trying to, I have to get the finish. I have to put them away because there's so much pressure. Uh, because it's not just about getting the W. You know, the W doesn't right. secure you a, a right. spot in the UFC. So it's it's kind of good, and I think it's important for these fighters to to just kind of don't change your game plan. Don't go in there right. swinging if that's not who you are.
1: I agree. Um, the, the, the finish will come. You know, the finish yeah. will come, man. Just do what you do and. The finish will come, man.
0: So I saw I saw a post on your Instagram. I can't help but ask. I saw it says I got a call. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you can't go into a whole lot of detail, um, but what what's what's the timeline for your return? If 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 you can if you can share that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I can say this is going to be real quick. It's on a big card, real quick. That's how I can say that. You know, uh, uh, we, uh, we 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 can't disclose everything right now, but just know I'm fixing a it's going to be really soon on a big card. Uh, so uh, as soon as I can, I'll get that information out. But man, luckily for me, I've been training. I've been ready. I've been been waiting on a call. So I was able to take this short notice fight. And uh, I'm ready to get back in there and really show everybody how good I am.
0: What sorts of lessons are you going to apply to this fight uh, that you've learned from the Jordan Griffin fight?
1: Man, uh, so what I learned most from the Jordan Griffin fight is, is to be who I am. I went in that fight. Uh, not really fighting my fights, you know, I was, I was I was doing a lot of wrestling, a lot of grappling, trying to take the guy down, but ultimately, you know, that that's, the, the loss sucked, but, but what bothered me the most is, I wasn't being me, I didn't fight my fights, you know, I tried to fight a, a safer, more fight, you know, to, to, to get the win, and what got me there is being the fighter I am, the guy that knocks people out, the guy that goes out there and is explosive, lets his hands go, and opens up, and that's what you're going to see in this next slide of me is I'm going to go in there and open up and, and do what got me here and, and be the exciting fighter that I am. And, and I'm just ready to showcase that for everybody.
0: I spoke with uh, Kyle Nelson, who's a fellow UFC uh, featherweight. And he, uh, he mentioned that he didn't feel like he was a UFC fighter until he picked up a W in the organization. That's right.
1: That's right. Is that how you, yeah. is that how
0: you feel as well?
1: Dude, hundred percent. I seen this quote the other day. I said, uh, I didn't make it this far just to make it this far, and that's exactly how I feel, man. Like yeah, it's just—it's not enough for me to be here. And, and the Dana White Center was great, you know, but it's just not enough for me. I, I know what I'm worth, and I'm ready to go out there and get it. And and uh, and I feel the same way, man. I—I've got to get a W for me to really be happy and be able to sleep at night the way I—the the way I should.
0: With uh, with everything going on and sports starting back up, I, I've I've asked a lot of fighters this question. What was your thoughts on the UFC, kind of being like the early adopters, being like, you know what, we're going to put on fights. I'm going to get an island. I'm going to do whatever it takes to yeah. get these uh, these fights on. As someone within the organization, does it make you proud uh, to be working in an organization like that?
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Dana White's a go-getter. Everybody in the U- U- uh, UFC organization, they're go-getters, man. And, and uh, yeah, I think it really – it allowed – that allowed them to show other organizations you can get it done it is possible to still run organized uh, organized organize sports you know you just got to take some little extra precautions but I, I think it's great and and man i think it's great for the economy we have to we have to keep going you know i, I know this is a big deal but man we, we have to keep going as an economy and, and not just let everything crash and I, I think it's great and it set a good example for other sports and Man, I'm luckily I'm lucky that you know my career my boss is still wanting to run the show because I need money you know so uh, uh, I think it's great
0: was is there a part of you that uh, that wishes that you might have a chance to go compete on Fight island or are you a homebody and like so I like
1: my I goal, like- my goal uh, for the rest of this year is to get this win here soon uh and jockey my way they say they're going to do Fight island again at the end of the year and to, and to get my goal is to win this next fight and to jockey my way onto this uh on the fight island that that would be a dream come true for me I'm not a homebody I like to get you know I like to go man one of the things I love about this sport is it's allowed me to to go to different places I would have never been able to go without fighting you know I went to different countries different states just through fighting and and uh I want to continue to do that and and I see a lot of value in just being able to travel to fight in different places
0: the, the one thing from a fan perspective that I noticed, and I don't know what it's like, you've experienced it, what's that empty arena feel like when you're actually in the ring hearing yeah. everything from the corners to the commentary to, yeah. it, it must be like almost overwhelming, but it probably feels a little bit like a sparring session, does it?
1: Yeah, um, so I kind of thrive off of the, the crowd, I, I like that, you know, like I like being under the lights, but I will say, from a coaching standpoint, you can hear your coaches way better. So uh, I think that that's, that's a definite pro that you can, without the crowd, you can hear the coaches way better. And uh, so there's, there's pros and cons to it.
0: Do you think it'll favor you uh, come your next fight? Or do you think it may hinder you not being able to hear that crowd and not being able to get hyped up? Um, I've, I've heard both sides.
1: Well, I will say this. For me, uh, I could say this. It's going to be in the apex. So... I've already got a win in the Apex. And being in a place that I've, I've already been, I'm comfortable with, I think for me it's going to help that I've, I've already been in that environment. I've already fought there and got a win there. For me, those small things like that matter. And uh, I think it's going to give me a lot of confidence going in there that I've already gotten a win in this, in this same place.
0: So I have to ask, well, I built this sort of little platform I have based on making predictions on upcoming fights. Okay. There's a big fight coming up. Uh, probably the biggest heavyweight fight uh, of all time, to really declare who the greatest of all time is, arguably. A yeah. versus DC. What's your prediction for that fight?
1: Uh, I'm going DC because uh, if you look at the first round, uh, DC was doing great uh, in that last fight because he was mixing together his wrestling with his uh, striking. Then in that second he tried to strike too much, and that's where Steve Pay, you know, does does well. So I think if DC is uh, mixes his wrestling and striking together, it's it'll be, it'll be an easy win. All
0: right, I'll ask a couple more questions. One MMA related, one non MMA related. So Bryce Mitchell, uh, he's been super vocal about camo shorts. Is that something yeah. that you'd wear too proudly, if you uh, if you had the opportunity? Or you is know, it not your thing? <laughs>
1: Bryce is my boy, like, man, you know, that's my boy. I'm going down, you know, I'm down for him. He's down for me. But, you know, there's some things that, that we are different. I do like to hunt and fish, but, man, that man's all in, you know, like, uh, he's all in. So I'm not so much the camo shorts. Uh, my boy, he likes them. That's cool with him. To each their own, but not me.
0: What will it take uh, to really kind of bring Arkansas MMA on the map? Uh, there's you. There's, there's Bryce. What will it really take to really make Arkansas an MMA hub?
1: Uh, I I think we just got to continue what we're doing. Bryce is doing his job, man. Dude, Bryce is stringing together wins. He's really getting us out there. I need to get on my horse and stay on my horse. And, man, uh, there's some other up and comers coming along, man. So just keep your eyes peeled. I think we just got to keep doing what we're doing. We're knocking on the door right now. We just need to knock that boy on in, you know?
0: All right, last question, non-MMA-related. I saw you were fishing. You, were t- you told me you were fishing yesterday. Yeah. Is that what you do in your free time? What sorts of things do you do to keep your mind occupied?
1: Yeah, man, I, I do like to do, be in the outdoors, you know, whether it's, it's uh, hunting, fishing, uh, swimming. You know, the other day I was on the lake with my son on our jet ski, you know. So uh, I, do, I just love, yeah, I do love to fish, man. It's something uh, my, that my whole family's always done. They actually had a, a bait shop uh, back in the day, you know, so it's just kind of a family deal that I've always done. It's something that allows me and my son to spend some time together.
0: All right, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate you you taking the time and whenever your fight is, sounds like it's soon. Uh, best of luck and uh, I'm rooting for you.
1: Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Have a great day.
0: Yeah, you too. All the best.